What's going on, fellas? <laughs> Let's roll it. Subject to change is back. It's podcast season. We've been away uh, on a little bit of a break, but we're back now. And Spencer is uh, Spencer's in LA. 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 You see the surfboards in the back. Uh, you know. <laughs> well, you know what it is. Surfboard. You know what it is. You know what? Uh, it is. Are you seriously gonna surf though today? Yes, I got my wetsuit. Everything. There's no way you can surf. No. Oh, oh dude. God. Wait for the videos, dude. <laughs> Jordan, you seem so much happier right now. I am <laughs> like, happy. Like, I feel like I love you, and then the season ends, I'm like, wow, I really love you. You know, you're in a great mood. Tom, I love you too. Yes, I feel really – I feel good. It's, uh, it's so hectic right now, but I'm in a really good phase of transitioning in my life. I feel like I needed it. Um, for those, uh, those listeners that don't know what Tom is talking about, the source of my happiness, uh, other than live – is UNLV, uh, my new home. I'm headed to Las Vegas, Nevada to play college basketball. I can't, I can't wait. What's the Rebels sign? What do we do? <sighs> the Rebels, I don't know. Yeah, you Rebels. run through walls. You run through walls. That's Dude. what Rebels do, all right? You break things. You go surfing when you're not supposed to go surfing. You're in the hallways. But dude, no, they got way. this cool logo, though, with this dude with a mustache and a big, like, hat. There's like a cowboy hat, could be sombrero. It's kind of like a hybrid of two. It's dope. I love our. Yeah. Logo. Well, so is that why you transferred there? Because like, yeah, like trans. No, no, no. But like, you look no. cool and everything, and like school's great, and I know they have good basketball. But I don't know. You were pretty quick to post that Instagram picture of you just flexing so hard in like the hardcore red, and I don't know. It felt like ulterior motives for the decision. Okay, so so once again, Tom is basing my tra- transfer into onto social media based. Uh, th- that's why I did it. No, um, I. Well, that's all that matters. Me. Social media is all that matters. How many likes did you get? Tom, I actually didn't look. Shut up. <laughs> shut up, Tom. Anyways, the reason I transferred, uh, in all seriousness, was Coach Kruger over there is. Um, uh, he just came from Oklahoma, I believe, two years ago. He was an assistant at UNLV under Osselberger for a year or two. Um, he he actually coached against me. So his dad, Lon Kruger, was obviously a legendary coach who just retired from OU. And my freshman year, we beat them. We beat Oklahoma in the in the Big 12 tournament. It was game one. We weren't supposed to win. It was like a 10-7 matchup. We beat them. And uh, when he gave me a call, Coach Kruger – told me two things. He's like, I got a thousand, eleven hundred, twelve hundred options out of the transfer portal. And and you're my first call as a head coach. So that was huge. I was like, okay, uh, because we don't have to lie about anything. My stats don't jump out at you by any means. Um, but what Coach Kruger then told me, the second part was, hey, uh, you know, I don't know if you know this, but I, I had the scout against you at West Virginia when I was an assistant because every assistant does the scouting uh, for, you know, every other team they rotate through. And he had us in the Big 12 tournament, and I'm sure they thought they were going to skate because we were, I think, like 4 and 14 – or, yeah, maybe 4 and 13 or something in league that year. And uh, we we came out there and we beat them. Uh, we beat them in the first round, and he said – the way you played, you know, with uh, with a certain amount of freedom was we had no answer for it. So that's why I called you because I need a point guard. So that 
and the logo's dope. And yeah, Tom, I got the post on Instagram, which but whatever. No, that that was the main reason that I'm going UNLV. Coach Kruger is is the man. So I'm excited. I really am. Now that that is awesome. It also was your most liked picture in the last like. 10 months that's also good um so insights are up awesome good. insights are up we're trending up on the west coast uh did you look at UNLV out of high school no right that wasn't even a thought no UNLV wasn't much of a thought so this is my thing in high school I didn't I didn't wait long enough if you're 16 17 actually nowadays 15 through 17 year old kid getting recruited just wait hold on relax because everybody wants to jump early pull the trigger and I get it because we're Recruiting can be kind of annoying at times. Um, you meet a lot of good people, but it's hectic. I, I didn't get recruited by them out of high school. I didn't get recruited by a lot of people I probably would have um, and, and got, you know, more chance to look at systems and where I would fit best because I pulled the trigger when my sophomore year. Now, that doesn't mean I completely made a stupid decision. I've learned a lot, but I would have waited if, if I, you know, could have went back. That's all. Right. And you've never even visited the school, right? No, well, everybody, it's like the – You the play there Mecca. in AAU, right? Yeah, that's the AAU Mecca in July. So, I played there before, walked around. I love Vegas. I could never do that. I feel like, Spence, you, you can move places. And maybe your newest apartment – oh, you saw it, I think. But I, I could well, I live in – I live in L.A. now, if you can't tell. Uh, okay, yeah. big shot. Okay. Yeah, I couldn't even – I could never do that. I would have to, like, be there, look at every single inch of the place, meet every single person there, like, know for sure that I'm going to have – I'm a fake friend or two, but you just you just did it. Did you talk to any of the teammate your teammates before? Yeah, I, I talked to uh, I talked to a few of them. Um, I, I already talked to Marvin Coleman's a returner. Um, he he was there last year for UNLV. Uh, he's a guard, uh, older guy, so he's cool. Um, a lot of the guys, uh, Bryce Hamilton. We're trying to make sure he comes back out of the draft, uh, even though I mean he could he definitely is a draft pick this year. But if we can get him. I think we can we can do some damage because we have a bunch of we have Big Twelve transfers other than just me. We got Royce Ham, uh, we got a walkor from OU, and there could be another Big Twelve transfer on the way. Hush, hush. We're not going to talk about it just yet. So it's looking really good. It's looking like it's going to be an exciting year at UNLV. No, this transfer stuff's insane. Uh, yeah. yeah, I'm happy for you. I thought it was perfect. Like, um, didn't like two two guards left, right? Yeah, yeah, a lot. Yeah, a couple of them went to, uh, with uh, Osterberger to uh, Iowa State. He took a few. Um, yeah, and then two just entered the portal. Yeah, yeah. So, so there's plenty of room for you. It's high mid major. Like UNLV yeah. is always in the mix some way somehow. So I think right. You know, you're still gonna get plenty of attention and have that opportunity to shine. I think it's you couldn't have picked a better place. Thank you. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm excited because like you said, um, you know, I, I just want opportunity at the end of the day uh, to, to earn, you know, my time on the floor. And I think Coach Kruger sees something in me that, you know, you got to imagine, uh, you know, outside of Wisconsin, I didn't have any high major interests in the portal, which was expected. I mean, you know, with, with my numbers, that's not going to jump off and being 5'11". I mean, you're just not going to get a ton of stuff there. Uh, but Coach Kruger being you know, kind of uh, uh, having a lot of high major experience at OU, having faith in me. I mean, that's that was the biggest kind of boost to to what I needed, I think, right now in my life. So I'm excited. I'm so, so excited. But it's going to be a busy couple of months before I get out to Vegas.
Yeah, you're gonna live in. Ve- I mean, you're gonna live in Vegas. Like, yeah, that's amazing. Um, are you? you why are some people transferring? We should, you say, should be in summer. Should we? Should we get the mansion back? Yes. Yeah, we have a mansion so, in Vegas. We live in. We go to a mansion every summer in Vegas. Or well, like we used days. to before this. Before COVID. Before you know the world fell apart. Yeah. Yeah, but you guys could definitely do it this year. I'm definitely like everything's trending towards like AU. I feel like is going to be absolute, just all like all restrictions off, no bars hold. Everybody just do what they want. I feel like I, that's. Gonna be I think a- so. It seems that way. Like this, like there's states that are just like everyone's going there to play. It's like, oh, Georgia's wide open. Everyone fly to Georgia and let's play there. Um, it's tough because. I think some of the bigger circuits might not happen, but like you'll see, like people are going to play basketball. I mean, it was the same way it was during the pandemic, also. So we, I didn't uh, want. We actually got. I didn't want Tyler's brothers this past weekend. I didn't want to get into it this early, but um, there's another person we know who lives in Las Vegas currently. Um, Julian Newman it, lives in Las Vegas, so you know whatever we want to get that one-on-one, we want to get that boxing match in. Whatever we need to make happen, you know, I just got to make that call. Okay. What it comes down to is what is Jordan willing to do to boost this podcast? You know, like how bad does he want it? Dude, Jordan, I, I will. <laughs> Jordan knocks out Julian. This podcast viral. Biggest thing in the world. Just to, just just let him do his little dance like you talk about. And then boom, boom, boom. I got, listen, listen, Julian's quick. I got to give him three rounds to just, I got to get, he's got to gas out. You know what I mean? You've seen him on the floor. He's eh, eh. It's like, you got to give him three rounds, gas him out and then, and then find your spot. But listen, we are, we are, how far away are we from that? 20 years before I'm like, all right, I got to fight somebody. Like, I feel like all these guys hit like 40, they retire from whatever they've been doing. And they're just so bored at home. They're just like, all right. I'll, I'll fight somebody, I guess, on on Thriller, you know. But I'm not doing – like, we're not doing that now. Absolutely not. We're going to grow this podcast the natural and organic way. I'm not going to knock somebody out for it or get knocked out. I mean, we've seen how that has happened. We don't need anything crazy happening. And then just, you know, crazy comments on all of our pods. So, no. I'm just uh, – Spencer's, Spencer's computer died. Uh, he's really on the ball now that he's been in L.A. We're already starting to lose him. He's slipping. He's falling in love. Uh, you know, and his and his baby just moved to Hawaii. Oh my God! Wait, is that okay. why you're in California to be closer to her? <sighs> okay, let's be clear about this. We're we're not. This is all done. <laughs> that's what do you it. mean? All done. What do you mean? It's that's, all are you done? shutting us down? No, that's wrap. No, that's a wrap. That conversation's wrapped. We're over. We're moved Dude. on. Okay. To recap okay, for the listen. listeners who haven't heard from you in a while, no, Spencer, no, we're. Girl. No, we that didn't. No, I didn't. Didn't fall in love or anything. <laughs> no, I didn't. Someone and she happened to be moving to Hawaii when he met her. So now no. he's in California. And now, and now, now he's pulling the I don't want to talk about it card. Okay, listen, here's our new rule on the pod. You get one, one per week. If we do multiple pods a week and you, you, you burn yours this week, we're going to do another one probably later. You burned your one. I don't want to talk about it. So the next time you talk about, oh, Jordan should fight Julian Newman, I'm going to use my I don't want to talk about it card. Okay, you get one of me. Tom, yeah, you get that, one as well. That's just the I one. I already used mine. 
that's the one thing we've moved on from that we've we're we're out in LA catching shredding shredding waves uh crushing it I I hiked hiked Ramen Canyon yesterday if you didn't see Runyon Canyon um you know I'm out here sounds like you're depressed a little bit if you start hiking just by yourself like you just hike by yourself you got with my friend with my friend okay all right here's the tell if Spencer starts posting a lot more on social media he misses a yeah you can always tell his 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 mental stages by how much he's posting on, on. this is unbelievable we gotta get this okay is- all right let's move away from this uh so you're not gonna get matching tattoos with this girl at some point i don't know what girl you're talking about okay Wait, yeah what the hell jordan mccabe legend sick basketball player got matching tattoos with a girl wait what not just a girl live we love live Wait, what? Is that? What is what, it? What is it? It's a fish. It's a koi fish. <laughs> so what's a what's the meaning of a koi fish? I'm not. I have a lot of tattoos. Okay. I'm not hating. Yeah. Okay. So Tom's not even really supposed to be in this conversation because he no. doesn't have tattoos. So I've been wearing like, fake tattoos lately. He's like, oh, that's cool. stupid. That's super cool, Tom. Yeah. I awesome, know. Tom. Licking sticks. Okay, Spence. Now that the adults are talking, um, so I got. You know, I have a bunch of tattoos. I have the the Jesus, the big piece on my uh, shoulder. I got something for my grandfather. Everything has like like serious meaning to it. And I think same here, especially the smiley with the smiley face on my leg. It's got a lot of meaning. Yeah, dude. See, this is no, but that's what I'm talking about. Those are the best tattoos, are they not? Is it your smiley face? Your what's your favorite tattoo? Is it the smiley face? Nah, my Kobe tattoo is my favorite. All right, see, that, but see, but but the smiley yeah, face is pretty good. <laughs> it's yeah, stupid. like like nobody nobody wants that guy. Okay, it's equivalent to the guy at a party who like shows up with an acoustic guitar, and you're like, Jesus Christ. Okay, so that the same guy is the one who's got like this deep meaning. Like I went through and I got this tattoo, and it means this, and you know, it was a big, like, I felt like a caterpillar spreading my wings at the time. So this represents, it's like, dude, shut, shut up. Okay. It's like, you don't want to hear about all of that. Sometimes you got to have a few. Now, some tattoos can have meaning, but I got a koi fish because Liv liked it. And I thought it was dope. So we were walking around Pittsburgh. I called like four shops. I got lucky that some dude was actually a good artist. And I'm like, Hey, can you do this? Cause I walked into two shops and I swear I was getting hepatitis if I got a tattoo there. I was like, ah, I had to back out and, and call this other guy. And he's like, yeah, I got some time. Come on in. So he was a cool dude. So Liv got out. a koi fish too? No. <laughs> Her mom said, absolutely not. She's not getting a matching one. So I have this one. And then there's a there's like a yin and yang like koi fish. There's a like a lighter colored one that's less filled in. And our, eventually, if we end up together she's gonna get that koi fish that's so, nice wait a minute, you got matching tattoos but a girl didn't match but she didn't match it that's that's good yeah so now i'm stuck with a koi fish but i freaking love my koi fish so that's also a positive you, you know have a saying? name what's that like you have a name for it um but what the hell were you doing in pittsburgh Pittsburgh's awesome love what's pittsburgh. it what is it really pittsburgh? underrated you know i had a phase where i wanted to move to pittsburgh too Have what Really? I guess Mac Miller okay. was Khalifa from Pittsburgh. That's kind of cool. Dude, no, Pittsburgh is a dope city. I love it. So 
south side of Pittsburgh, we were just kind of walking. I mean, there's a bunch of different parts of Pittsburgh. People think it's just like steel mills and stuff, but it's, I mean, it's a huge, pretty metropolitan area now. Um, and it's a lot of fun. There's so much. I hope Zig out. doesn't listen to the podcast, Tom. I think you're going to hear me trashing Pittsburgh. You guys got a guy from Pittsburgh? Yeah. Big, big Pittsburgh guy. No, if you're from Pittsburgh, they don't like they, they say yins and stuff. Say say how yin's doing today or whatever to your boy from Pittsburgh. Why I N Z next time. See if he see if he catches it. That's their thing. It's really weird. I don't know. But yeah, we just go to Pittsburgh on the weekends uh here because Morgantown's cool and all, but it's not a metropolitan city. So we like to go up and just chill and get some sushi, some drinks, some tattoos, have a good time. So that's what I was doing up there. So you guys got you got a tattoo for Liv, and now she's going to be in West Virginia when you're in Vegas? No, she – our plan is to, she's going to move out uh, to Vegas in September, right when school starts, right before school starts. She graduated? She graduates as well, yeah. So I'll be in, I'll be in, a, in a, my master's program out at UNLV. Yeah, how'd that um, happen? How'd you graduate college in three years? I'm a freaking genius, Tom. That's no, you're not. A, like, I really, I, you're not a genius. Okay. You can't even, you can't even <laughs> schedule this podcast correctly. It's like, oh, yeah. We yeah, gotta talk about that, too. Dude, it is every day. It's like, okay, 6 p.m. It's like, oh, I completely forgot I had a workout. It's like, that have I've you ever heard of a calendar? Yeah, every day. Calendar is really simple. You just, it, it has all 24 hours of the day, and you can say, okay, I'm working out at noon. Okay, I've got a meeting at two o'clock. Oh, that that means one o'clock is open. That that's a good open period. That's how a calendar works, Jordan. Okay, oh. that's awesome. Um, as soon as name, image, and likeness passes, I'm calling you and hiring you as my secretary because I have way too many <laughs> things going on. Yes, that's right. Spencer's my secretary. Yes, he the lives in LA. You wouldn't be a very good secretary, to be honest. Neither one of us would be secretary. <laughs> I would yeah. just take the meetings that I care about. The rest, I'd be like, <laughs> fuck off, dude. Wait, We're how did busy. you graduate college? I don't get it. I graduated college because I may not be super smart, but I am, if I get something in my head, and I've always had this in my head, was to graduate in three years, I'll find a way to get it done. So I went to my um, academic advisor. I took max credits all the way through three years. So like I could have, you know, it's really just adding like one class a semester. You did some stuff in the summer? And oh yeah, my, my summer, I had as many hours as I could possibly put in. So, and then I picked up a bunch of different credits like throughout whenever I could pick them up. Um, and shout out to my lady, Stephanie, that's my academic advisor. Uh, she got me, got me through in three years. She just said, pass all these classes and you're good. So, so can Spence and I come to your graduation party? Well, it's in Mexico, um, and it's with my family and live. So no, um, you can't. Uh, where in Mexico? What do you mean? <laughs> where in Mexico? Hypothetically, Cancun. Hypothetically, Moon what, Palace. I love Mexico. What weekend? What weekend? Hypothetically. Hypothetically, it'll be from the dates uh, May fifteenth to the twenty second. Hypothetically, I love Mexico. I'm. I will be. I will still be homeless then. So, some people say that I'm the king of Mexico. You're not the, you went to Mexico once when you were like 24, dude. I vlogged it. It was sick. Um, really? Yeah. I'm going to vlog my trip out to, to Vegas because I have to drive it. So wait, what is Liv going to do in Vegas? Is she getting a job? Is she trying to grow up or? Yeah. So Yo, come um, working for, at overtime. 
Well, she's got to sign with um, an agency here, a talent agency, as soon as she as soon as she's done with school because that takes up a lot of her time. She graduates with a bachelor's in um, public relations, so she kind of wants to work either like with a company. Uh, she does a bunch of brand like ambassador deals and stuff like that, so she makes a lot, lot more money than I do, um, which is fine, even though the NCAA is an asshole. Sorry. I let my emotions get the best of me there. But the NCAA is dragging its feet once again on name, image, and likeness, which wait, but they'll let live, they'll let live make money. Yeah, because she doesn't play basketball. I'm just hired. I'm just just messing around. She know anything about sports betting? But it makes total sense that she can make money and you can't. It doesn't make sense. It does not. But it kind of makes sense, you know. Are you just trying to piss me off? I'm so confused. Spencer. Spencer. Okay. No, but all, all I want to say, and we won't drag this conversation out, but name image and likeness that was supposed to be passed last January or at least voted on. But then of course, COVID conveniently shows up and now we can't do it. Like you can still do a zoom meeting NCAA and talk about name image and likeness. Cause it's really simple. If I told you can't tell a, um, I don't know, a medical student, somebody in the medical school here at WVU, you can't tell them that they can't tutor and charge X amount of dollars per hour because that's their area of expertise. They can tutor up and coming med students or those that want to get into school to do that. So that would be like saying Jordan, which I can't, I have to be a camp counselor and somebody has to run the camp and I, I have to, you know, just only get paid on like sat, like hour um, early or whatever, hourly, whatever. It's gotta be all that stuff. It doesn't make any sense if I'm just trying to go like be an entrepreneur in any way, shape or form. I don't understand why that's so hard to, to, to just under like get some lawyer from the NCAA, somewhat, I would love to sit down and talk with him because he said, we don't want to do that because we think it will take kids attention away from academics. And it's like, yo, if the kid doesn't want to, if he doesn't want to be in college in the first place, if he's kind of a one and done guy and he's like, academics are going to mean nothing anyways they you get out of academics what you want to and whether or not you can make money on a brand deal doesn't influence whether or not you're going to do your homework yeah you got to be more you know i don't know um responsible with your time what i would say jordan is you're preaching to the choir i mean we're starting a basketball league to pay high school kids so we're trying to just go skirt around that and we won't talk about it on this like we should bring someone on from our new league to talk about it and explain it because i think you'd love it um who, no, who's, who's kind of like the head of that who's who's who would you bring on so our commissioner is aaron ryan he worked at the nba he worked he's worked in a ton of different places and then brandon williams who played in the nba he worked in a bunch of nba front offices they're the two guys who are really leading the charge and obviously have like full support from the whole entire overtime team that's already in existence but we've not, i've never started a league spencer's never started a league so we're bringing in people who are have experience from the league from other places um but it should be really cool it's, it's uh it's awesome no that's not that's not real we definitely i want i want to bring them on like next week or whenever like the next podcast because i want to talk to them and and just kind of hear about it at least for a, a short segment because that is cool and i like you said i don't I, like i don't want to ask a bunch of questions i have a ton of them i'll just save them for them but anyways that's dope that's awesome so but yeah but how is the bubble like seriously because we saw so many videos and stuff and you talk about name image likeness and they're making so much money like like how was it for you guys and i know the girls got 
it's hard for you to complain about anything because like they had it a lot worse it seems like but but how was it for you uh the bubble was good first two days sucked okay so first two days we had to get um consecutive negative tests without contacting without coming in contact with anybody but the testing agents so that means you have to stay in your hotel room literally for 48 hours straight. Like we, we get there, we're in our room. The only time we can even open our doors is to open up when food is there being dropped off. So that sucked. Like you don't realize how long 48 hours really is until you have to be confined to, to one small room. And uh, <laughs> I posted a TikTok about it and got a bunch of backlash because uh, I was like something about um, when you go to your first NCAA tournament and they lock you in a hotel room or it with food and bad Wi-Fi for 48 hours. And I was like, that's some bullshit, whatever. Um, and a bunch of people like got mad about it. I don't know. They were like, stop complaining. You know, a lot of people would, you know, kill for your opportunity. I'm like, yeah, I get that. All, all I was trying to say is I wish this was just a normal NCAA tournament without COVID, um, you know, where we could go out, walk around Indianapolis. Normally there's, you know, hundreds of thousands of people just walking around. There's just like the city is like buzzing like that. And it was good. They did a really good job. Hats off to the NCAA for putting that on because all those teams in one city, all those tests, all the meal. I mean, that must have been a just, you know, event planning nightmare. I don't even know how they did it, but they did a really good job. So uh, all in all, it was an awesome experience. The bubble's cool. That's cool. I, I want to talk about Baylor and Zara real quick, but before that, is Buddy Behind the best basketball player of all time? Tom, I'm just I'm just wondering. He had a really good game against you guys. Buddy can play. Buddy can play. Buddy is Buddy's gonna be a Duncan Robinson type of player. I mean, I think there's there's front offices right now watching him play, uh, or watch him play this past season, and like, uh, let's just you know take a chance on him and and see if uh, if he turns out to be that Duncan because he's six six. You know, stretch the floor, shoots the cover off it. You know, he's he's your prototypical uh, NBA you know catch and shoot guy. So I'm. Um, Happy for him. He's a hooper for sure. Yeah. He scored 25 against West Virginia. That was tough. <laughs> but anyways, you Spencer brought it up to me and I, I thought about it too. You might be the only person that said that Baylor was going to beat Gonzaga like literally three months ago. Yeah. You played both of them, right? Yeah. When did I tell you guys that? When we were just like when it was here people? just messing around. You said Baylor, Baylor yeah. could beat Gonzaga. So yeah. So my thing was, is we sat down to watch the game and right before tip off, I told Liv, I'm like, I think Baylor wins by 15 plus. She's like, what? And, and I'm like, yeah, I think they win by 15 plus. And the only reason why is I watched Gonzaga not struggle with UCLA, but I mean, it wasn't a, it wasn't a blowout game. I mean, Suggs got to hit that shot at the end. Uh, you know, they both played really well, so I shouldn't say struggled. Um, but UCLA didn't have a true five. You know, they got Cody Riley, who he's a hell of a, a big, but he didn't even guard Timmy a whole lot uh, during that game. They were getting him on switches, and he was, you know, kind of going against Jules and stuff like that in the post, and Timmy was kind of getting what he wanted. Where I thought, you know, I thought guards, um, Baylor, Gonzaga, I thought Baylor might have the edge on the guards, but I said if, if Timmy doesn't get going because JTT, Thamba, um, and, and Vital are so much of a more dominant force down low, I think 
I think Baylor could run away with it. That's the only reason I said it. And that's pretty much what happened. I mean, it was probably, I don't know what you guys think, probably the most dominant NCAA championship performance I've seen by a college basketball. Like it's more. It was insane. Right. From start to finish. Like I think someone said it the other day, like, or yesterday, the first um, offensive set for Gonzaga, like Baylor stole the ball from them. It was like the intensity was crazy. The biggest thing for me was Baylor's defense like the way they guarded was so intense. It like got me, it made me anxious to watch. Cause like Gonzaga couldn't, it looked like an AAU game where the other team is so athletic. You came for the ball for I didn't watch so much Baylor all year. Were their guards always that intense on defense or was it like, oh, there's a national championship. Let's, let's turn it up. Um, well, I think Davion Mitchell is probably, probably the best on-ball defender um, in, in, in the NCAA. Uh, I think that's a big reason he's a top 10 pick now. Um, you know, he brings, obviously, he's extremely fast, talented on the offensive end. But I think at the NBA, it seems few and far between of guys who are that good at just sticking to somebody. So, um, you know, like Marcus Smart's kind of like that kind of guy. Um, you know, I, I don't know what Davion's going to do in the NBA. He's got, you know, hell of an upside. But uh, I compare him to somebody like that where a front office is going to get somebody uh, who who wants to play on both both ends of the ball? So yeah, it wasn't just the national championship. Davion's done that all year. Yeah, I was impressed with Teague. Teague defensively, uh, you know, uh, I didn't you know see that all year. He, he he they that whole team Baylor has like linearly inclined and ascended this whole ever since their COVID pause where they almost lost to Iowa State like who did win a game in the Big 12. They're down 17. Ever since that game, after their COVID pause, they've just, they've rose, they've gone up. I mean, they hit their peak, which is like a cliche thing in March, which is, I mean, they showed it. It was unreal. Best yeah. performance I've seen by a championship team. I don't know why I didn't listen to you. I picked Gonzaga to win it all, which wasn't like a bad pick, but. Not at all. Uh, obviously, obviously the big thing there was Suggs at the game winner. His draft stock is like going all over the place. Where, where do you guys spend? Where do you think he gets drafted and, and did his tournament help him or hurt him? College basketball help him? Yeah, I think, I think he kind of stays right where he is. I think he's going to go like three probably. Um, I, I don't know. It, it also just depends on who has the first pick, who has the second pick, who has the third pick. But like, I think if he, wins the natty maybe it, it's an argument to go before Cade and Kaminga but right now like their upside is just insane but he's the only true point guard and I don't know the NBA just loves that point forward position you know LeBron kind of made it like that's good yeah I don't know I don't know I don't know how you pick I don't know how you don't grab Cade to be honest I mean at, at, at that point forward position I think he goes one. I think no matter who, I don't even think it matters who gets the one in the lottery. I mean, truthfully, I don't, because you can slot him anywhere. Uh, but, you know, it's an interesting thing you brought up, Tom, is does playing college basketball for a guy like Jalen Suggs, who definitely could have done the G League thing, does it help or hurt you? It'll be interesting to see over the next few years. So you got guys like Jalen Green. Where does Jalen Green, you know, end up? Because – at the end of the day, it's just about how good are you? That's where you're going to get drafted. But there is there is a little bit of how much are you in front of, you know, NBA eyeballs? You know what I'm saying? Because they're sitting down in March for sure and watching the tournament. You know what I mean? That's right. like, like, like a, 
that's like a college coach going to Vegas and watching all those. You're watching all the best players right there, best teams. So it'll be interesting to see where Suggs ends ends up getting drafted, where Green ends up getting drafted. I think that gives you a little bit of an idea. And then also tracking it the next like five, 10 years where these kids are skipping college. Does it help them or hurt them not being on that big time NCAA stage? I don't know. I don't know. It's it's yeah, it's totally case by case because like Suggs is a perfect example. He wasn't on any mock draft boards top 10 or top seven a year ago. And now right. he's on every draft top five. Like top five. Right. Yeah. That's what I'm so, saying. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I think it depends who it is. Because then there's someone like Dacia Nix who went to the G League route. Like he would he have played over Tiger Campbell at UCLA? Like, I don't know. And now instead he got to play against the G League for a year until he had drafted and stuff. So I don't know. It depends on it depends for each player for sure. My whole thing with Suggs and and I've been like the biggest Suggs fan and saying he should get drafted over Cade and, and all of that. But um the thing with me is like he never focused on basketball in high school. Like he played football, like and he was getting hurt a few times. And that's why I feel like I don't even feel like he's even close to his potential. Like I think people are like, Oh, he didn't shoot the ball that well. I'm like, he's never even been able to shoot for like three months straight at a time before. Um, so, so that's why I'm a Suggs guy, but I've been getting crushed on (laughs) overtime because I'm like such a big Suggs fan. I don't think either of them are going to be better than Anthony Edwards and LaMelo. Like if I compare draft classes and maybe like, I think Wiseman is going to be better than Evan Mobley. So when I compare those two draft classes, like rank those top six, right? So LaMelo, Wiseman, Anthony Edwards, Jalen Suggs, Jalen Green, Evan Mobley, who goes, who, if you had to pick today start your NBA franchise of those six, who do you go with? Go ahead, Spence. You take that one. I mean, you go LaMelo first. I think he's just got too much upside. I I know I love Suggs, but I do think Jalen Green is going to be one of the most dominant scorers. I think he's going to be like – I think he's going to be unreal. So I go with him next. Um, after that, I'd probably go Cade, then Suggs. No, then I'd probably go Cade. Edwards, Suggs, and then the the big fellas. Wiseman and Mobley. Yeah. They're kind of interchangeable, I think. I, I would go I, – I mean, I would go with Lamelo one. I think he, like, proved how good he can be. Uh, I would go Edwards, two. He, he's, like, dominated. He is I mean, balling. He like, 24 points last month. Um, And I didn't see that coming, honestly. But he's, like – someone said the other day he's the best on-ball defender in the NBA already, which, like, I don't believe that's probably, like, hype. But if he's already defending like that, it's pretty insane. Uh, I would go Suggs three, Cade four, Jalen Green, or I messed up. Yeah, Jalen Green and then the the bigs. Yeah, I mean, I agree with both of you. I think I think you take Lamelo one just off the strength of the fact of, you know, he's hanging out with a lot of cool people now. Uh, <laughs> you know, so, he, you know, he's got, the, he's got the trump card. You know, he wins that one. He's the number one. Spence, you following? No. So that was really good. That was like incredibly good. I'm good at what I do. I do what I do. Okay. Listen, you know, it'll fly all oh, right over the 13 year olds' heads and 13 and up. I don't think it. Spence got it either. No, I think Spence got it. I think you laughed right at the end. Spence, you know what I'm talking about? No, I don't know what you're talking about. Are you serious? So what, we haven't talked what? since LaMelo got hurt. And he's obviously been spending a lot of time in the offseason now, you know, working out, training, and getting his body right. But before he got, like, have you ever had an injury like that, Jordan, where you had to miss a whole season? No. Knock on wood. 
Nope. I'm. I was really sad that he got hurt. Like, and not just because I like love Lamelo and that's great, but like I really wanted to see him in the playoffs, like in, with the Hornets. And I think the Hornets are still going to make the playoffs, and he actually might be back for it. But uh, can he win Rookie of the Year, missing half the season? I don't know. I don't know. Well, what what happened with Zion? Zion missed half the year, right? Did who got Rookie of the Year last year? Yeah, Jaden. 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 Okay. Yeah. But so they I, said that was because the season got ended short because of COVID. People yeah. think that Zion would have won if they could have played that his last like 12 games. Yeah, that makes sense. I don't know. I think you can still give it to him if he plays half a year. I don't know. Played 41 games, so exactly half a season. Scored 16. Oh, actually, they're only playing 72 this year. So he played more than half the games. 16 points, six rebounds, six assists. That's That line is absolutely a playoff team. Where like Anthony Edwards, he's played 51 games now. He's averaging 17 and a half. That should probably get up to 18 or 19. Four rebounds, three assists. He's, I mean, they're killing it. I mean, it's pretty insane. People thought that draft class was going to suck. Going to be, it's going to have two all stars and Wiseman's look really good. Tyrese's look really good. Um, it's a pretty good draft class. I heard Tyrese is making a pretty good push for rookie of the year. Yeah, I don't ever get to see him because it's like the Kings suck. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's always a you know a thing. I mean, but I think they're looking at Tyrese because he's so damn consistent and he's so damn efficient. Like his numbers are are like it's insane. They're different compared to the other guys. They might not be you know uh, as glaring. He might not be putting up twenty a game, but he's stupid efficient with it. Stupid efficient. It's crazy. Thirteen points, five assists, three rebounds, but he's shooting forty eight percent from the field, forty two percent from three, and eighty eight percent from the foul. Like, he's just consistent, like you said. Like, that's someone that you can just rely on forever. Like, that's an NBA point guard. Yeah. He's reliable for sure. You know who else is reliable? Who? Drake. Anytime he drops a hit, it's a banger. But he's got a son, Adonis. Is that right? Yeah. Adonis. That's, like, the coolest name I think I've ever heard. Is that from it's Creed? Is that from Creed, Adonis? I think it's, from, the, I think it's from Greek mythology. Yeah, good call, Spence. But I'm just saying, like, isn't Adonis? You ever watched the Creed movies? Yeah, yeah, no, that's the same name. Yes. Yeah, I think there's an Adonis in Creed. All right, I'm naming my first son Adonis. Anyways, this kid is a hooper. Thoughts on that? Will Drake's son be covered by overtime? Yes or no? Yeah, hundred percent. We already are covering him. I mean, he just jumped over like um, he's amazing like top player. That he's we a top five kid. He's already on the OTE recruiting list. The thing is with – okay, he would not be on that list. That's an NBA list, you know, only if you have NBA potential. But anyways, uh, I didn't – his name's Adonis Graham. I, I feel like he should change his last name to Drake. Like, like, I don't think about Graham, you know. Adonis Drake? It's not even – what? No. <laughs> that sounds terrible. <laughs> no. But anyways – have you watched him play? Have you watched the videos of Adonis shooting? Have I watched him play? As if I'm going to – yeah, let me go break down Adonis's film. Have you no. watched – how old is he? Have you no, watched no. him shooting on Overtime's Instagram? Yeah, it, I saw it, it. It's a shot of – it's a video of him shooting on a mini hoop. Have you so watched he's him three play? three years there? old. First of all, he's three years old. The mini hoop in the first video is awesome. It's from uh, – I don't want to – give them too much credit whoever the, my girlfriend sent me where it's from and she's gonna buy me the, the hoop she said it's it's pretty cool it's got like chains and every chains and everything 
Yeah. Also, lacrosse nets should have chains on them. You heard it here first. How cool would lacrosse be if it was a chain net? Okay. Lacrosse, um, moving on. <laughs> baseball, moving so on. So, Adonis, net. everyone's hyping him up because he made three in a row on a mini hoop and he's three years old. But I'm here to tell you that his, like, it looks awful. Like, and I think that, you know, I love Drake, one of my favorite artists, but his kid can't hoop. Just the way Drake needs to stick to not hooping, okay? I see Drake hooping with Bieber sometimes and Sheck West. Get off the court. Like, you're you're not good enough. And the jumper's trash. And the same thing for Adonis, you could tell it was like 52 takes to have him take make three in a row. I'm like, yeah, he made three in a row. Sweet. Awesome. I, I'm, I completely disagree with everything you just, this entire sentiment. Um, listen, too many like basketball players and rappers and whatever you do, like, oh, my son's going to be the next basketball player. Like Michael Jordan, your kids can't play ball. Like they're not good. Like it's, I'm sorry. It's hard to live in your dad's shadow. Like Bronny is the closest thing we have to, you know, being okay at basketball, maybe having shot at the league, but I love this. Like, listen, Drake is the goat at rapping. He's got all the ability to get his son with, with the right trainers. He's athletic enough. He's strong. He's a big guy. If he had really dedicated, I bet he could have been an okay basketball player. And now Adonis doesn't have to follow in dad's footsteps and can be become an NBA superstar. Yeah, that would really suck. Okay, first of all, are you two okay? Are you okay? Because there was so much hostility over a three-year-old shooting on a mini hoop. Are you two okay? Seriously, are you all right? Is everything I don't good? Know. I, Tom came I at me from my Instagram earlier. Pretty coming <laughs> in hot, dude. My God. My God. Man. Here's what I'll say. Drake's six feet tall, and I did look it up. Uh, Adonis's mother is 5'8". So we, we, got some, we got some size. Yeah, no, the, the kid's going to have the size. But listen, can we just leave it at it's a three-year-old shooting out a mini hoop? And Spencer. Absolutely not. Spencer, <laughs> what, what, what kind of take was, yeah, this way Adonis doesn't have to follow in his dad's <laughs> footsteps. Yeah, no, that would suck, right? You know, following in your dad's footsteps and being the biggest music artist in the world. That would Or failing, or that. failing at music. <laughs> Okay, you can fail at anything. Let's be really honest. You can fail at any aspect of life. But, but I, listen, I think it's too would, much pressure when your dad is so good at something that you've got to, like, live up to that. I don't think so. I think Bronny's so. the first person to ever really ever do, do a good it. job. He, like... John Stockton's kids suck. Jason Williams... <laughs> well, no, no Compton. Uh, like, like every 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 player with... Wait, you went, with what made you think... Were you just looking at Jordan you're like, John Stockton? I was just thinking about when we I played against Sean's kid in high school. He sucked. Um, he, played the G, he played in the NBA, I think. Yeah, but he wasn't that good. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Are you talking about John, you said John Stockton? Yeah, yeah. Dave can play. I know David Stockton. Don't, no. don't, don't slander. This is a no Stockton slander podcast ever, ever. No, Shaq. I shouldn't say that. Bronny's the only one because I think Shaq's kids have done a really good job, also, and they, like. You go okay. two different ways. Okay, play and play at a high like like if Dave was like an NBA league point guard, that's one thing. But like being a cusp guy, you know, when Adonis I mean, I Adonis yeah. can just be an NBA star instead of like a a C list rapper, you know, that's what I'm saying. 
That's what I saw. That's what I saw from those three jump shots. <laughs> oh yeah, that's you guys really. Do you have notes on this? Like, did you analyze this to a point? Like, you went and rewound it and then watched it again, slowed it down for form. You guys are psychotic, both. Well, I had to watch point. it a thousand times to edit out his misses. <laughs> so <laughs> I was kind of fired up that at nine a.m. yesterday I was editing out a, a three-year-old's misses. So yeah, maybe I'm not the biggest. Adonis man right now. Sounds like every Julian Newman game we've ever filmed. Jeez. Jeez. This is incredible. Guys, baseball's back. Uh, no. <laughs> all right. Yeah, so Thank you. <laughs> Good. That's, that's moving on. all I have on that. The only bullet I have on baseball is how about those Rangers down in Texas just filling the whole stadium? Did you see that? I did see that. Okay, knee-jerk reaction, knee-jerk reaction, go. Everyone there has COVID. Dude, come on. Spence, (laughs) I know both of you land on this side of the fence. Go ahead. What Uh, do you think, Spence? I went to a wedding in Texas two weeks ago, and nobody got COVID. 150 people, none of us were wearing masks. Not saying I support it, but just saying. I went to Florida for 10 days. I didn't get COVID. I just got back to Florida. I think we're beating this thing, buddies. I think we're yeah, no, I think I think we're going in a good direction. And I think Texas is the slap on the ass that the entire country needs. It's like, look, let's let's just okay. If you're not vaccinated and you feel you need to stay home, everybody else is gonna slowly but surely, unless you're in Texas, it's not slow, it's just gonna happen. Go back to normal. You know what I mean? Well, I in Texas, it. you can at least get the vaccine. I literally in New York, I cannot get the vaccine. It's like it's impossible. I just really? can't get it. It's actually no, pretty like, easy. Uh I know a lot of, like, you're the only person I know who said they've had trouble getting it. <laughs> I, tr- I was on the phone, like, six hours yesterday. The guy finally answered, and he was like, oh, there's no places available. And I was like, you couldn't just, like, send a message or, like, make that the first thing I heard? Well, oh. you got to get on online, and you just got to refresh it every hour. All Tom did was call CVS and, like, hey, you guys got that vaccine? And they're like, nah, dude. <laughs> and he's like, all right. Oh, I just stop. called my boy down the they're street. I was out. like, yo, you, you get the pickup yet? <laughs> they're all out (laughs) you're trying to he's waiting on the corner for a drop of the vaccine no i like it though uh texas Rangers. i think it was texas rangers i don't want to get that wrong uh but i think they they packed out a stadium and it felt like it was a breath of fresh air after everything that we've gone through in terms of like our world completely shifting i was happy with where we were at and i understand we had to take precaution but now it's like okay we have a pretty good grasp at what we're doing we have an available vaccine, unless you're Tom, I guess. And let's let's do this. Let's get back to normal. Let's have a great summer. Everybody try to stay as safe as possible. If you want to wear your mask, wear your mask. But don't be, don't yell at somebody if they're not. You know what I mean? Because if you get vaccinated, you still got to wear the mask technically, right? In mask yeah. mandated states. Yeah. yeah. I, think, I think Texas moving a little bit fast. I think by June, June 1st, the America is going to be back. I think, right. we're, I think June 1st, New York, I, I think by June 1st, New York's going to be back. And that means like America's going to be back. That's what the, uh, the governor of LA said yesterday that, or uh, California June said first, right? June 1st. I think that is, that is the day, you know, your boy's going to be out in the Hamptons crushing it. Like I'm going to be back, baby. Crushing it. <laughs> <laughs> Where he's going to be in Hawaii. Spencer's uh, back. The United States is back. I love it. I love it. I'm gonna be back. I might have a I might have a mask on my person. 
you know, I might have a mask in my pocket just in case, but, uh, you know. Well, speaking of masks and a real summer, Spence, you want to talk about some fighting? What? (laughs) That was the worst segue I've ever heard. What do you, yeah, that was a bad segue. What do you guys think about the TikTok or YouTube fights? All right. So let me break Adam Jordan, do you know about this? No, break this down. This is your area of expertise. So there's beef in the YouTuber versus TikTok world, which is like hilarious. It's like blood versus crips. Um, and they set up a boxing match. Uh, Austin McBroom, who who's a hooper. Did you have you, did you ever play with and does anyone know Austin McBroom being a basketball player? I don't. He's a he's a big YouTube star because his family, he has like cute kids and him and his wife do stuff or whatever. He's got a lot of subs on YouTube. He's been challenging Bryce Hall, who's one of the biggest TikTokers, dated Addison Ray, who I think is the most famous female in the world right now. Um, and they are going to box. And they set up this whole card for boxers and uh, YouTubers versus TikTokers. So it's like Bryce versus Austin is the main card. Bryce Hall is getting paid $5 million for this. Um, that was the only way he would do it. And he gets another million if he knocks out Austin, I think is, is what it is. Uh, and then there's a bunch of other guys. There's like uh, Taylor Holder, who's like a big TikToker. He's fighting someone uh duncan who's like a big uh youtuber he's on there but they're not the jake paul and logan paul types who are like wrestled in high school super hard workers these are just like influencers who are gonna box are you gonna watch it these fights are gonna be the ugliest things you've ever seen in your life there might not be one clean knockout there might not be you know, there might not even be one clean strike landed. I, I probably won't watch. I'll be completely honest with you. Uh, maybe I'll throw it on just to see if Bryce Hall gets, you know, his block knocked off. That'd be awesome. Uh, uh, but we'll see. I don't know. I'm probably. Wait, not- you're not a Bryce Hall fan? I don't know. I just, I can't get behind the whole, I don't know. He took steroids. He admitted that he used to take steroids. No, my thing is I'm cool with like TikTokers get it however you got to get it. They're obviously doing unbelievable and I, I love it, but there's a sort of certain like aura about them. You know, there's, there's a, there's a level of arrogance that you can have when you're good at something uh, that, that just kind of propels you to be better. But it's like you, you dance in front of a camera, like the whole street fighter thing he's got going on, like where he wants to get in like every, every other day I see a TikTok of him on the streets of LA, like about to fight a barista. And it's like, bro, just relax. Like he's screaming at somebody like, like, like we can go right now, like right next to my Tesla, come on. Like, let's, it's like, okay, relax. It's not that big a deal. I would like to see him get knocked out. I don't think there's a human being on planet earth that has a more punchable face than Bryce Hall. That's that right. guy is such a, I uh, just do a bunch of bleep, 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 bleep. Cause that's what I'm right thinking. Up. Like Bryce Hall is going to walk in there. He's going to knock out uh, Austin McBroom. He's going to kiss Addison ringside. And they're going to be like, we're back, baby. And it's going to be the biggest thing on the internet. And Tom's going to be like, oh, my God, did you see that? Uh." Oh, my God. Yeah, somebody's going to have to, you know, go help Tom, like, because you fall over and freak out. Well, I'm excited for it. And I, 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 here's my thing, though. Like, seriously, these people shouldn't be allowed to fight. Like, you should have to, like, get a some level of training before you're able to fight someone for money because you can get hurt and that's that's not good um spence you met ryan garcia yesterday yeah no way really yeah we did we did a shoot with him yesterday he's pretty cool you want to talk shit about him and like challenge him to a fight that'd be good for the pod no he was really nice man (laughs) good guy 
I mean, he's, he's a little guy. I think I'm I think I'm a couple weight classes above him. What? So, you didn't just say that. He's small. Is he? So you're saying you could fight him? No, I'm saying I don't think we'd be in the same weight class, you know, because I'm a heavy body. Did he show you the, the hands? Oh, he showed did us he all the hands. hands. Larry was doing he him and Larry were doing that. Yeah, he did a, he did the hands. He he did a lot of good content to come from that. I'll leave it at that. I'll, uh, so so you said he was a cool dude though? Yeah, he was really nice, down to do everything. We we kind of just threw a bunch of weird shit at him. And uh, he was just open to it, huh? Yeah, he was cool. He was really cool. He gave some hot takes on a couple fights coming up that you will you should you guys should stay tuned for. Uh, Ooh. like really actual ad- boxing fights or these TikTok YouTuber ones? All this stuff, but he does I'll 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 give that away. He's not a huge fan of the um the whole the way the culture shift he wants he wants us to get back the to culture video. shift of boxing boxing yeah. celebrities okay but yeah. he is boys with jake paul isn't he i wouldn't say boys i think they've done some stuff together okay so this this is what i'm saying though this is the difference between like bryce hall and a kid like ryan garcia or a guy how old is how old is ryan i don't want to say well, ryan garcia is a professional boxer number three in the world he's like 20 no but 21, this is, 21. okay no but seriously this is what i this is what i mean like if you're Bryce saying a douchebag who dances on Instagram, TikTok. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. That was a good synopsis. This is what I'm just saying. Like when you're elite at something that you do and we got to give our you tip your hat to Bryce, however he figured out how to do it. He's super elite at doing the savage dance, dude. And like, hey, look, like biting his tongue, can, looking at the camera. We can make fun of it and like cringe all we want, but that man's bank account and his status right now is where, I mean, it's he, he's he's successful, I'm sure, in his own mind. But listen, the difference is between like a guy like Ryan Garcia. You know, Ryan Garcia is you know unbelievable. He's extremely talented. Probably has a, a an ego as well, and he needs to be to be that good at what he does. But he's still down to earth. He's not going to go fight a barista. Like it's it, you know, he's a cool dude. So that's where I, that's where I struggle with the Bryce Hall thing. And once again, doubling down, would love to get him see him get knocked out. So speaking, speaking of people I want to see getting knocked out, uh, Spencer is like the only person at overtime with some boxing history. But now we have another coworker, overtime Brandon, who uh, he's been getting in the mix, been training nonstop. Brandon, just so everyone knows here, great dude at overtime, good basketball player, good athlete from Chicago. Um, and now he's speaking up boxing. And we have, I think we just have to have Spencer and Brandon fight. And Jordan and I will be the announcers. I want, I want that card. Listen, I took Brandon to his first boxing uh, b- boxing workout. So, Brandon, I'm call- I know you're a lot better than me now. You've been taking it a lot more seriously than I have during the past six months, you know, while I've been traveling the world, snowboarding, shredding it. But, you know, I want that card. Let's make it happen. Oh, love. Wow. We're going to have our first overtime boxing card. Who, el- who else is going to be on the card if you guys are the main event? If we're the main event? I don't. I don't think we can talk about other overtime employees. They might get offended, but I have some. I think. I think you could think. You can use your imagination with some. Hey, can we get Ryan on the pod? No, no. shot, huh? Too big time. So famous. Yeah, so famous. I don't, maybe depending on how this other stuff goes. Um, right. we'll I want to. I want to see more boxing thing. Oh, okay. Right, I want to see Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk fight. That's what I was going to say. I think that should be the last card that we talk about here. 
Jeff Bezos, 5'7", richest man in the world, ex-CEO and founder of Amazon, now just chilling, trying to invest in, buy an NFL team, I think is his next thing. Elon Musk, founder of Tesla, SpaceX, second richest person in the world, I think. He's 6'2", Bezos is 5'7", but Bezos looks like a tough MFer. He I know got winning that fight. I know Jordan likes Elon. I know you're a big I do like Elon. I do like Elon. Uh, I think He's I take, weird. I think I take. Yeah, I love it though. I think I take Elon in that. I'm not gonna lie. I Especially think somebody needs has, to go ahead. If he's got Neuralink, okay. If he, because <laughs> I think he already does. I listen. My think, and if you haven't ever like researched or heard him talk about Neuralink, it's just pretty much taking a piece of your brain um, and computerizing it, essentially. Uh, so you're more efficient, different things. It helps. Uh, they're doing a bunch of things. But anyways, I think he's testing it. And if he's got Neuralink, I think he's going to be able to manipulate it and turn himself into like like a 6'2 Mike Tyson with long levers. Seriously, I, I think I think if he has Neuralink, it's over. I think, I think he named his child like XAEA12. Yeah. And somebody needs to punch him in, in the jaw for that. So what? Not the kid. Not the kid. The dad, right? You don't want the kid to so, nobody- get no, somebody needs to punch his dad in the jaw for that. Yes. Okay, okay. I just want to get not the confirm. kid for the so kids. So they call him at school. I think they like legally had to change it again. I think he got in trouble for it or something. Um. So Elon is uh, forty nine. Bezos is fifty seven. Uh, Bezos is worth one hundred eighty nine billion dollars right now. Doesn't help you. And uh, and Elon's one hundred seventy billion. <laughs> Jump change. Jump change. Yeah, he named uh, named his child X A E A dash X I I. I I don't know if he has like a like a smooth name that he's like I don't. Xi. 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 I don't. Speaking of kids, they're gonna get punched in the face when they're older. <laughs> when they're older. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna get punched in the face for sure. But he's also gonna be a zillion. No, he's not. Guys, yes. we have to we have to we have to do a little bit of damage control because X A E A X I I might be a future guest on our pod when we're all <laughs> like sixty. I'm serious. Fifty. He's gonna 55. buy the pod. Uh, if you had a billion dollars or a hundred billion dollars, I, I see this all the time. Like Bill Gates isn't giving his kids like any of his money. Like when he dies. No. You're not giving your kids the money when you die. I don't know if I'm not giving. I mean, I'm gonna set aside something in terms of like a, I don't know, a trust or something like that for when they get X amount. But I'm not giving them money. No, it's not I like think the what, worst. I think possible. once, maybe once they hit a certain age, like you just like because what happens when I die at forty? Because oh. my lifestyle. Um, and my my <laughs> one year old, I'm not giving him. So in so in six months. Yeah, I'm sorry, that was still me. I'm not giving him all like you know five figures I've earned from overtime. (laughs) Wait, so kind of similar to that. This thing that just hit my my computer this morning. So Shaq, who like loves Shaq, like and his kids all awesome. He bought someone their engagement ring in a store. He was just in a store shopping for jewelry. Realized the guy was buying like getting his engagement ring, and he was like, "I got you, bro," and just like bought it for him. And then they posted about, like he posted, actually he didn't post on his personal page. It was like a fan page posted it. When people post their good deeds, I feel like you have a strong take on this, Jordan. Does that like diminish the good deed? 
you're out on people posting their good things. So in my opinion, I think it, it, it diminishes it a little bit. So I heard this legendary Paul Walker story. I love Paul Walker, but he basically went into a jewelry shop. He was getting a ring for his wife or whatever. He was in a jewelry shop and he overheard a conversation of this guy, you know, trying to shop for rings and getting the expensive one and all this stuff. He just was in the shop at the same time, then didn't have a conversation, didn't talk to him, no, no back and forth. Two weeks later, the guy goes to pick up his ring and the jeweler's like, it's already been paid for. Wow. And, and they like, like Paul didn't, he just didn't want any, he didn't make a thing about it. Like the jeweler ended up telling the story after, after he died. That's kind of legendary shit. No, that's that, pretty that's, legendary. That's that's big time. I have I have one that I actually just heard. And I don't know if she's gonna. I don't think she would get upset because this is Liv's grandfather, who was extremely like influential in the area that she grew up in in terms of construction. He built like everything in the city. Like he, you know, built all the houses in their community in their neighborhood. It's really cool because all the buildings still stand today. Um, he came over, and uh, there was um, uh, an immigrant from. Italy, which most of the people in this town are Italian. And uh, this, this woman was trying to get to this town from, you know, when she came over. And when she got there, uh, she didn't have um, any place to stay. And they were going to tell her, you know, you can't come here if you don't have money to, to live here, whatever. And he pushed it through because he was on the board. He's like, we're not going to turn this woman away. She's from Italy. Uh, let's, let's get her in. So they gave her this house. He goes to the house first day she's there, no appliances, okay? There's no refrigerator, there's no stove, there's no anything, okay? Um, and I'm going to butcher the name, but he showed up and she was there and he said, how are you going to pay for, you know, appliances? She's like, well, I'll try to find a job and eventually be able to pay for it. And he's like, all right, you know, and then he asked her, he said, do you cook pasta for I think. And that's like, a, you know, Italian dish. And it was like, native to Italy. And she, he knew that she could probably do it really well. And she said, yes. And he said, okay. And he left. And then she came home the next day and everything was, was pretty much furnished, refrigerator, stovetop, Island, all this stuff for cooking. And she was like, you know, well, how can I repay you? She was so happy. And he's like, just cook me pasta for And that's it. So she's cooked him pasta for He's, he's late now he's passed away, but yeah, I mean, it's, those kind of things when, and he didn't tell anybody, he didn't tell the board, he didn't need that. At the time, there was no way to post it necessarily anyways. So he just did it out of the kindness of his heart. And I think those are the coolest ones, kind of like the, the Paul Walker story too. Those yeah. are the ones that make your heart warm. When people post it, it takes away from it. I don't care what you say, it takes away from it. I'm not saying it's not a good deed anymore, but I just say, if you're going to do something, let it just carry its own life and legend, kind of like the Paul Walker story. Wherever it goes, it goes. That makes sense. Yeah, sometimes I'm like, post it because they like encourage other people to do it. But when you think about famous people specifically, like just do it. And that, and like Paul Walker's a legend. It's awesome. Yeah, there's no reason you need to, you know, if somebody catches you doing it, cool, whatever. But yeah, I think I think the biggest thing is go out and do something for somebody. And it doesn't have to be buying an engagement ring. You know what I mean? If you're still listening to this pod right now, this is a great ending and wrap up. Go do something nice for somebody and don't post it on your damn Snapchat or Instagram or whatever. Just do it, whatever that may be. I don't care if you're just saying something to somebody. Go make somebody else's day better and then be back here within a week for the next episode of Subject to Change. Fellas, we're out.
Um, Have fun surfing. I got one more thing. Okay. <laughs> I thought thought that was a good wrap up, but go ahead, Spence. Anything? What's up? Tom, I'm sorry. I was being a little hostile earlier. No, I, I started it. I started it. I'm sorry. Both you, know, you need to apologize for your hostility today. Let's I take apologize. our anger out on Adonis Graham. Let's let's no, let's take our anger out and turn it around and be positive to the world. How about that? You know, I'm gonna go be do positive. something good for someone. I'm gonna go do something good for someone. All right, all, all right. right. Maybe. See you guys. Bye. Later.